Kaiser House. Welcome to MLS Recap Week 6. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey, hey. I'm here falling asleep on my mouth. Keep on running. <laughs> and this is Bobby. And uh, here we are with David's MLS Recap Week 6. Right. All right, Lewis, you better put that mouth on pause because it's my turn. Uh, first up, we're going to talk about New England versus Montreal. Uh, the impact in trouble early as Chade Air sees red in the 13th minute after a challenge that sees him step on uh, Caicedo's shin. Oh, say that 10 times fast. Um, uh, really, really terrible challenge. Like, oh, it, 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 looked as, it looked as bad on the, on the slow-mo replay as it did on the, uh, on the live view. It was, it was terrible. Um, Montreal goes down to 10 men uh, in uh, early on, like I said, in the 13th minute. So uh, 20th minute, long ball over to Bunbury. He brings it down on his chest, and he slots it past uh, Montreal to uh, to make it 1-0 to the Revs. 10 minutes later, Benia gets taken down in the box. Uh, video referee awards a penalty. Bush stops the ensuing penalty from Fagundes. Uh, and uh, just before the half, New England still pressing. Um, cross gets off and uh, <clears throat> all the way across the box and Andrew Farrell tees it up and blasts one to the far side netting to make it 2-0. Uh, second half, New England did not stop there. Diego Fagundes all alone in the box. He takes a touch away from Evan Bush and buries the ball to make it 3-0. In the 71st minute, in the 59th minute, New England corner, Bush comes out, misses the ball, Falls to Zaibo, and he makes it 4-0. That is all she wrote. New England beating Montreal four goals to zero. I would have said ouch, but hold on, guys. We're getting ready for the big one here. New England has been, at least up to this point, I know it's very, very early in the season, but has been a surprise so far. They are unbeaten in four games. They lost their very first game. They lost the season opener to Philly of all teams. And they lost 3-0. It was what we thought was a precursor to how bad New England was going to be and has since not lost. They are in the top three in their Eastern Conference. Yeah, the conference that has NYCFC, Atlanta, and Toronto, and New England is in the top three. Brad Friedel... Take a bow. My, my, my mouth's up running, y'all. <laughs> All right, guys. Up next, we have Atlanta versus LOLFC. It was not their day, guys. This game, oh my goodness. From the opening minute of the game, things went very, very wrong for them. Uh, Atlanta defender Chris McCann uh, takes out Betty Fellhopper with a two-footed tackle. Uh, referee Ted Uncle issues a straight red, but the referee asks him to review the play. McCann is reinstated to the game with a yellow card. I, I don't know about this, guys. This was a really dangerous tackle on Fellhopper. I mean, McCann got the ball. Um uh, and ends up with a yellow card, but uh, and he didn't really mean to uh, take the player out, but it's still a really dangerous play. Mm. 
I don't think it's a red. I don't think it's a red either. I, I, I think uh, when you see it in mm-hmm. real time, it obviously looks really dangerous, and it didn't look. Um, it, it looked really bad. When you put it on replay, it, it like you said, he got the ball. He got the ball. Yeah. It looked reckless, and but he got the ball clean. The the the, the clash seemed a little bit more um, exaggerated in the uh, in the replay. I, I think the correct call was made. I after looking at it, I got to I got to figure that a yellow was. I I can deal with it. No, the reverse um, call was the right thing to do. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I don't I don't think it was a red card. Well. That ended up being the most favorable thing that happened to LAFC that day. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Atlanta made these guys look like an expansion team. Um, they just played them off the pitch uh, in this game. Um, they must not. They must really not like LA teams uh, in the South because uh, they beat us 4-0 last year. Uh, they beat LAFC 5-0. Uh, we faced them. In three weeks, I'm uh, I'm I'm getting a little nervous about that one. Yeah, I already. Uh, I, <coughs> excuse me, I already invited DRC to watch us lose. <laughs> I told him like I told him like you should go to that game because you should you should see how Atlanta like how good they are. And he's like, oh, you expecting to lose that one? Like, yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 16th minute, Almiron gets a gets a, a ball across to the 16, finds Gressel, uh, and uh, and gets them the opening goal. Uh, but in the second half is when they, uh, Atlanta really to turn things up. Well, more like the final 30 minutes of the game, uh, 67th minute Gristle gets played in over the top, sends across, uh, over Miller comes out, misses and Martinez is there to put the ball away for the second goal in the 87th minute, uh, Walker Zimmerman's tackle, uh, in on Almiron in the box, um, Gets uh, uh, video refereed. Everybody's getting ready to take the corner, but uh, Ted Uncle comes back and points to the spot. Amidon makes it 3-0 from the penalty spot. And uh, not over yet. Uh, John Moutinho gets called for a handball and is sent off after conceding two yellow cards in the same play. So he takes one, he takes out Gressel, I think, uh, and gets called for the yellow card. And then on that free kick, he gets called for the handball in the box. Uh, to get the second yellow card, so uh, so he's off, and it's four zero uh, to Atlanta, and um, a guy by the name of Romario Williams, who m- maybe might be my new favorite name in MLS, uh, he adds the fifth in the ninety seventh minute. Uh, I had to look this guy up. He was playing for the Charleston Battery last year. He has all of twelve minutes for Atlanta. <laughs> and uh, I have to say, it was rough to listen to Max Barreto's call this game. Uh, he was supposed to be impartial, but he certainly was not. So that opening loss to Houston is a distant memory for Atlanta. I- I'm not sure if they a totally just took the week off. Totally different time. And yeah, it is absolutely uh, amazing what Atlanta has been doing. And to think that one of their DPs is still out with injury, he hasn't even debuted in the season, that's an extremely scary thought. Um, LAFC, we're on a high. The first two games coming out, knocking off the Western Conference champion, uh, a B-side 
And now we find out that Seattle, you know what? They're actually not that good. They, uh, they have yet to score a goal all season. And then you go to RSL. Well, it's RSL. You, you probably should have won that game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you face uh, your inner city rival and let four unanswered goals in 30 minutes uh, be your downfall and then uh, get another five unanswered uh, against a, a legitimate team. I think LAFC has come, uh, has come back down to earth as well. They have been humbled. And uh, and now they're they're being uh, exploited for the weaknesses that, that that they had. In all honesty, Seattle actually exploited those defensive weaknesses in their game, but were unable to finish. I think <coughs> that um, if Seattle were to finish most of those, I mean, they hit the post. I uh, I think Miller had a couple good saves. If Seattle were to get those goals in. LAFC be one and three and not uh, not two and two, it, we would be singing a different tune. Um, but I think it's catching up to them. Uh, they've actually played two uh, two teams that actually were able to, um, you know, give them a good, good opposition and they folded under pressure. And I think that's another thing that I have to say about that team is that right now it's very. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? There's no soul in that team. The, the second that they they feel a little pressure, they, they, they've buckled. They're, they're plastic. And they're plastic, sure. They're plastic. Yeah, so, I, I stopped watching the game because um, I had to leave at 3-0. And I was like, yeah, that's how the game goes. Like, that's exactly what I expected. And then later on, I, know, I, see, the, I see the score 5-0. I'm like, oh, shit, Really? Damn. <laughs> it's still, it all they, happened in a matter of more like time. 10 minutes. Five I know. Minutes. Like, like they just dumped them all in right there. Like, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Blah. It, it, it got really I mean, they bad even, for them. They even let that quick. ball boy from Charleston Battery play and make a goal. <laughs> <laughs> Romario, man. Romario. <laughs> better be scoring goals if your name is Romario. Yeah, that is a good uh, Next up uh, from... from uh, from an extreme high to an extreme low, we have Philadelphia versus San Jose. Well, uh, I'm not gonna stop running, y'all. Oh, atrocious, atrocious defending from Philadelphia in this game. Uh, San Jose sends numbers into the attack, and it finally pays off in the 38th minute. Wando finds Erickson. He slams it into the back of the net. Uh, Tarba with a monster save off of a header from uh, P. Colt in the 45th minute. Bedoya salvages a point as he head, sends a header in from Pete Cole in the 65th minute. Uh, Philadelphia creating lots of chances, but couldn't finish more than one. So this one ends up 1-1. One, one. Uh, I, I don't have too much to say about this. This uh, this is a game I didn't even bother to watch. I just kind of kept an eye on the score just because of the balls and beer effect. Um, I don't even know why I said effect. <laughs> I'm so tired. And Philadelphia <laughs> is so boring. And playing San Jose is even worse. <laughs> I, th- I, I I think I'm done. We can move on. Yeah. I didn't really pay attention to too many of the games because we were at the Sunday was a busy day. And then Saturday, too. So go, David. Just All right. Next up is uh, Dallas versus Colorado. Uh, <laughs> how does Oscar Pereja still have a job? That's what I no. That's my 
just saying. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm picking it up. Uh, Joe Mason and Dominic Baji with the one-two combo holds off Hedges. Uh, and uh, Baji holds off Hedges and feeds Mason. He gets a lucky deflection to make it 1-0 Colorado. Lots of speculative shots here where the keeper should have done better. Um, but uh, Dallas uh, salvages a point as uh, Coleman runs through onto a long ball and heads one past uh, Tim Howard, whose feet were caught in cement. Ugh, what a what a crap game. Yeah, well, another one of those games is just, I mean, there were a lot of those this week, by the way, to be perfectly fair. This was one of them. Uh, I'm not sure how Oscar Priya still has a job. I, I, I've said it since uh, maybe at the end of last season. I actually thought he would be fired in the offseason. He's not starting off too great this season. However, as poor the results as um, Dallas has been having, you want, want to know what the really weird thing about Dallas is? They are the old, one of two teams that are currently undefeated in MLS. Yeah. <laughs> they have no... I know no this song. Wait, 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 I know that. I've heard this song before. Mm-hmm. Uh, we heard it last season. But at least last season, they were winning games. Uh, this season, they're, they're drawing games, and they're at home against very weak opponents. Um, but, uh, yeah, Dallas has been playing poorly. I'm kind of surprised they don't have a loss. Um, maybe that's why Oscar Pereja has a job, because he's undefeated. I don't know. Just maybe. loopholes, maybe. Whatever. Move All on. right, next up is Chicago versus Columbus. <laughs> Uh, oh my is God! Bastian, is Bastian Schweinsteiger playing center back? He was Guys. that game, I think. <laughs> um, oh my God! How tired am I that I actually think that that's a thing? Twenty seventh minute, Zach Steffen misplays a pass to uh, uh, to his defender, and uh, with Chicago pressing high up, Nikolic intercepts and uh, takes an easy finish to give Chicago the only goal of the game. Uh, Giassi will bang one off the underside of the bar and out. Um, it's incredible to, to me. The, the the most entertaining part of this game was listening to the commentators talk about Giassi's artist's perfect first <laughs> touch and his amazing technical skills. Like, what dimension have we crossed over into here, guys? Oh God, I think I'm just that tired. <laughs> uh, Chicago ekes out the win. Uh, but did not look good doing so. The Galaxy and the Zlatan train arrived at the station this weekend. So Chicago gets the very first victory against uh, a pretty decent Columbus side, but reverting back to its old ways of just dull, boring soccer. (laughs) 1-0 wasn't... uh, couldn't expect too much more than that. I actually had this game at 1-1. Um, you know, Zardes couldn't hook me up with a with calling a draw there. But, yeah, a list of games this week that were not only difficult to call, but difficult to watch. Pass. All right, next. Uh, I'm going to say pass. Bobby, Bobby's <laughs> passing. Uh, next up is RSL versus Vancouver. Uh, what did we say last week in Balls and Beers? Don't sleep on Rio Tinto. With the altitude in Salt Lake. Uh, RSL looking like they were on the front foot for much of the night. Luis Silva receives a ball in the 18, collects turns, and uh, deflection sends the ball into the Vancouver net. Makes it 1-0 in the 49th minute. 
uh, Vancouver started to wake up a bit in the second half, but it's Baird uh, gets the end line, sends a cross back to uh, Saverino to make a 2-0 RSL. Uh, Breck Shea has one of his patented left-footed screamers in the 92nd minute, but RSL gets the three points in this one. I'm not sure what to make of Vancouver. I mean, it just doesn't make sense. Um, you got a team that goes into Houston and wins. They come back home, play a Galaxy B squad, and couldn't get a result. Then they go into Columbus, win that game, but you can't be RSL. It's such a seesaw with this team. I have no idea what team is going to show up at any given week. Um, It's such a huge question mark uh, with Vancouver, and yet they're sitting um, second place in the Western Conference. It's kind of, um, yeah, MLS. Uh, it's just it's, it's very MLS. Yeah, very, 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 very MLS. MLS. I'm so tired. All right, uh, last game, guys of the weekend: Orlando versus Yay. Portland. Boy, referees had a rough weekend, guys. Two red cards overturned by by video referee. Uh, 15 minutes, Sebastian Blanco gets taken down in the box, uh, looking for a penalty. Uh, Baldomero Toledo. Issues a second yellow to Blanco, but uh, video referee shows correctly that he was indeed uh, taken down, and it is a penalty. So uh, that is overturned. Uh, Valeri steps up to uh, take it, makes it 1-0 in the 20th minute for Portland. Uh, Orlando, uh, 47th minute, Spectre flicks on a header for Justin Miram. He's left all alone in the back post. And all he has to do is tap it in to the back. Oh, whoops. There's Jake Gleason. He saves it. Uh, what the hell is Justin Miram doing there? Dude, you, you got to finish that, man. Um, the Orlando defense uh, looking like traffic cones as Blanco hits one off the bar in the 48th minute. And uh, and then Valeri a few minutes later, uh, 59th minute, Portland get their second goal from a corner headed in by Tulioma. Uh, Orlando wake up in the 80th minute when uh, Mueller's flick on header finds the back of the net and the purple smoke has yet to clear and uh, yet the ref can see clearly enough to call a penalty. Uh, Sasha Kleshin converts it to tie it up 2-2 um, between these two terrible teams. Um, they're not done though. 87th minute, Tom Dwyer. He does a twist. He does a turn. He pokes it in for the winner for Orlando to echo Bobby's sentiment from last week. What the hell is going on in Orlando? Three goals in seven minutes. I don't know if Portland was aware that the game ends in the 90th and not the 80th because it almost seems that they just clocked out. Well, to, yeah, to be fair, this one went 97 minutes. Yeah. Which didn't really matter because the damage was already done 10 minutes before that. And uh, Portland, still winless, by the way, uh, having some really, really tough uh, uh, issues in the beginning of the season. Uh, who knows if they turn it around. Orlando has won two in a row uh, in dramatic fashion both times. Maybe they found something. They uh a victory is a victory regardless of how it comes. And that's kind of what, 
you get that going. Uh, you get that momentum going. So I, I think Orlando may have found something. Maybe they found their scoring touch. Um, uh, that's that, that's all I got. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. This is MLS Recap Week Six. I'm here with David and Lewis. Good night, everyone. I'm sorry. I'll do better next time. Yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. This is a really bad uh, episode, guys. (laughs) But thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.